Hey guys, welcome to Touch by Prayer. One day I'm actually going to get it right and you're not going to see the, the other graphic. I'm going to figure it out, but welcome to Touch by Prayer. I'm so excited. If you are new to Touch by Prayer, welcome. You are here for a perfect night. I'm just going to see what's happening in the chat. We're just going to say hello to everybody. Hello, 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 hello. We are going to have an incredible night because if you guys have never, ever read the book of Enoch, which I have, <laughs> oh, so much, so much revelation. But what's really interesting about this particular book is that it also comes with a lot of controversy. A lot of people are like, yeah, I don't know about that. Or hmm, that just seems kind of weird. But there is something about Enoch is that he walked with the Lord, that he walked with the Lord. And, and in fact, the um, the angels, the angels asked him to kind of, you know, plea on their behalf because they're, these are the fallen angels. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the angels. We're going to, we're going to talk about some of the stuff in the book of Enoch. And I could not think of a better guest who can really kind of bring some of this stuff than Adam Thompson, Adam F. Thompson, who is the author, co-author of the divinity code and has written books and has been a guest here and a friend of Touch by Prayer. He is so awesome. His revelation as a prophet, he is an incredible teacher. He has an incredible ministry. And so without further ado, let me bring on Adam. Adam, welcome back to Touch by Prayer. I am so excited that you are here. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on again, uh, Lisa. It's, Heck uh, yeah. You kidding me? Yeah. You are a friend of the show. We love you. Yeah, no, I'm really blessed to be back. And I think I've been on your show several times now. Yes, so. you have. Yeah. Yes, you have. And what's really great is that sometimes we, we go in one direction and then we kind of we kind of go in some other directions, but we're we're led by the Holy Spirit. So this is a holy, holy Spirit show. So there you go. And yeah. we got lots of people. We have people who are uh, tuning in from Vermont. We have people who are tuning in from Nashville. We have people who are tuning in from Texas. I mean, we got Texas in the house. We got people all over the place. So I'm, I'm so excited. But the last time that you were on my show, we were talking about angels, um, which is your latest book. And, and so the divinity, um, the divinity is part of the divinity code. I call it the, the series. I don't know if you guys call it the divinity code series, but I yeah, do. It's, uh, divinity code series, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's so great about it is because there's so much in it. There's so much revelation and you want to, we got George in the house so people are going to start putting in their thing. But when you were on, you start talking about the book of Enoch and I was like, oh, yes, come on, let's talk about the book of Enoch. So I just started doing a Bible study and I am not as far into this as um as you probably have been through but what I find so fascinating is it really goes into details about how God formed things and how his his idea of what he wanted to do in the Garden of Eden and how he wanted to make man and just the the way that protocol was set up and ranking of angels and it's it's truly truly fascinating and especially because you just wrote that book about angels so what what are some of your what are some of your highlights of, of the book of Enoch that just made you go hmm that's that that's really interesting well first of all I want to uh, just say that um, uh, 
I've been challenged uh, by mentioning the Book of Enoch, and uh, and it is controversial. Mm -hmm. But however, um, it is a biblically endorsed book uh, in the Book of Jude. Um, it uh, quotes uh, uh, it, it quotes the Book of Enoch, uh, and also you know Enoch himself, Genesis is a very you know he was a righteous man that walked with God so close that he was. You know, he crossed over to a realm, and and uh, I mean, I don't blame him if you're in the, in the glory and in such this eternal kingdom, which is pure and righteous and full of riches, and uh, you're in the presence of God. And the Lord, and if the Lord said to Enoch, "You want to go back?" Turn around, look back. Nah. Nope. Well, <laughs> so I don't. I don't blame him. You know what I mean? <laughs> there, there is a verse that we just we just read about it, and and I I just want to read this one thing, and it, it's this isn't controversial at all, because what it says, it says that they were talking about the holiness of the Lord, and this is in in chapter thirty nine. Yeah. But in, in verse 14, and this is what Enoch says, he says, my face was changed for I could no longer behold. And, yeah. it, and as you hear that, as you, you get that, because he could no longer behold, he could no longer behold the glory. He could no longer behold the holiness. He could no longer behold the, the awesomeness of God yeah. of yeah. the, and, and, so when I read that, I was like, man, I could sit just in that one verse. And how is that verse controversial when, when you read in Revelations that it says that the angels swirl around and all they say is holy, 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 holy. And so there, there's so much in these, in these books because I believe, and this is just my belief. So you can shoot me, don't shoot, don't shoot my guess. <laughs> but you could shoot me an email. How about that? That's what I mean. But the the thing about some of these books that have been taken out of what they consider to be a part of the Bible, all of these stories are very important because it says that Enoch basically went up with the Lord, right? And and isn't it going to be? Is it Enoch who comes back in the and they talk about in Revelations? It's, it says that it's going to be Moses. Is it Moses and Elijah, or is it going to be Moses and Enoch, or where? Well, it's the the two witnesses in in, in Revelation uh, chapter eleven. It's it's not. It doesn't specify who. Mm -hmm. Some people say that it's uh, Moses and Elijah. Mm -hmm. uh, some people say that uh, it's Enoch and Elijah because mm -hmm. they didn't die and they were mm -hmm. martyred. Yeah. And then, uh, so you only die once. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, so they were martyred and then they ascended back into heaven. Uh, and then there's this, uh, which I don't agree with, that there was uh, uh, kind of, they believe it's symbol symbolic, the two witnesses of the Gentiles and the Jews. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, as corporate people, and that could be probably the same as literal people coming anyway. I had have uh, all I can say is, and I won't say any more, that Adrian and I have encountered, have had an encounter of the of the two witnesses. But uh, oh. that's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Ooh, suspense. Um, I love suspense. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you probably, in, you know, maybe I don't know, but maybe uh, I shouldn't have said that. But no, but anyway, that's okay. Um, well, listen. But, uh, let, uh, let me just get let yeah. me just get to the foundation sure. of things, though, when it comes to um, um, uh, the whole book of Enoch. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. I really believe it's very important to have a foundational understanding of the 66 books, all right, uh, mm -hmm. of the Bible, all right. We need to get the whole, I, I, my heart is the Nicene Creed, which is Christ came, died for our sins, uh, he suffered, he became a curse, and then he was raised up at the right hand of the Father. Uh, and I believe in an apostolic church. I believe that uh, uh, that God uh, came and uh, you know as a man. And I believe in the gospel. And I, and, I, and I just for the viewers out there and the listeners out there that I don't, we're not going to go off with, with the fairies and go into some weird new age stuff. I really believe that the Book of Enoch is important to understand. Mm -hmm. right? Whether it's it's inspired scriptures of the Holy Spirit or not, I believe it is. But whether it's uh, classed as the word of God I I'm not going to say yes or no but okay. however Enoch was a man who was close to the Lord and mm -hmm. he was a man who walked with God and it says that in Genesis and mm -hmm. the thing that really blew me away because I was fasting for I was on a uh, I did two I did a 20, 21 day fast out in the wilderness and did another 40 day fast but on the first one I was listening to the book of Enoch mm -hmm. and what really knocked me off uh, I didn't have a chair. It was like a kind of a, a place where I used to uh, I lay like a bed uh, mm -hmm. in this cabin, right? But what mm -hmm. knocked me off my bed was that uh, when I was listening to this, when Enoch went before the throne of God, I I started weeping because when I was in these meetings with Adrian, I've, I've been on tour for 10 years uh, with mm -hmm. Adrian up until COVID, and I share things like my encounters with God, how I came before the throne. It was the throne was crystal. Mm. You know, that it was made out of crystal. It was mm. crystal. There was crystal um, uh, crystal rooms. There was crystal chairs. It's even in the book of uh, uh, the supernatural man that I've written. Mm -hmm. And then I always talk about in the in the throne room of God. There's the portal of fire. Mm. Right. Because mm -hmm. I've, I've witnessed it. I've encountered it. Right. When I come into my devotions, and people think, you know, what are you, what are you talking about, Adam? Mm -hmm. you know, what, I mean, that's not sure if that's scriptural. But when I heard the encounter of Enoch, he described what he saw, some of the things he saw, and the portal of fire. I wept because that's exactly what I saw. Mm, that's so it good. Was, it was describing the same uh, elements, the same experience, and I thought, mm -hmm. wow, and I just, I was undone. Because I never, I could never find it in the Bible. Yes, Ezekiel chapter one talks about the whirlwind of God, and it talks about the pillar of fire in the book of Numbers. Right. But, but you know, when when Enoch went before the throne, he saw the portal of fire. That's what mm. I see. That's what I witness. And 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 you know, I just, I was undone, and I and I started to look into it more. Uh, but God gave me amazing revelation about uh, about the book of Enoch, and the book of Enoch. It's so important because in Genesis 6, it talks about the how angels fell. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you read Genesis, you know, it's an amazing book. But it's almost like there's a passage of Scripture in Genesis 6 where it says, it says, the sons of God descended, they fell, and took the sons, the daughters of men, and they had sex with them, and there was Nephilims. And then, okay, moving right along. Right. And you go... What Wait, was that what? all about? <laughs> what? Hold, can we go back? <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody wants to talk about that. They're like, you know, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was just a quick statement. But then, but when you look at the book of Enoch, it's almost like all these major jigsaw puzzles and miss, pieces are missing out of, out mm -hmm. of that, that 
what happened before the the flood. Yes. So, um, and what uh, the reason why the flood came and God destroyed, uh, wiped out uh, the the corruption. It wasn't because, oh, you're a naughty boy and you're gonna, you know, or you're not naughty kids and you're gonna, uh, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get, um, you know, the uh, you're gonna get a smack. You know, you're all you're all in trouble. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like that. Mm -hmm. Is is what what the reason why the Lord wiped out um, the corruption because um, uh, Satan, the fool of uh, this this angelic race, uh, actually corrupted this the bloodline of yep. the, of the bloodline through mm -hmm. Abraham. Uh, these these demonic powers uh, was corrupting the blood, and the reason why the Lord sent the flood is because. The redemption plan that God had for mankind was in jeopardy. Mm -hmm. You see, mm -hmm. so that's what that's the the revelation that I had. That because the bloodline that was the what happened with Abraham and Lot. Lot went down and pitched his tents next to Sodom. He was a man of the flesh. He saw what was good with the naked eye. But Abraham was a man of faith. Mm. In Genesis thirteen, or Abram back then, his name was, and he went towards uh, God. By faith, not buying the, not by with the, not by the naked eye. He wasn't led in the natural. He was. He went by faith towards God and towards the promise Isaac and the covenant that God made with Abraham, and that covenant I still live by. Right? Mm, yes. Not not the Mosaic covenant because that was deficient. That was uh, that wasn't that was for for Hebrew slaves uh, and uh, because they didn't want to be friends with God, they wanted to talk to Moses. They wanted Moses to pass the message on to the to the slaves. They didn't want to be intimate because they didn't understand. They had the mindset of slaves, not not sons and daughters. Okay? That's right. Not free people. So Abraham was a friend with God, and he was had that such an intimacy with God. And in the order of Melchizedek, he was blessed. Okay, so this seed line, and and as as. Isaac imparted to Jacob is, is the dew of heaven, the open heaven, the portal of God, the riches of the earth, the wine, the grain, and nations shall serve us. Mm. Right? So that's kind of the blessing. That's the bloodline that God wants us to live into. And the end result of that is Christ in us. Right? Yes. It says in Galatians 3, 3.16, it says that, not seeds, it's the seed, the seed of Abraham, which is Christ, the hope of glory, Colossians 1, Christ in us. So we're going to walk in that realm. We're going to walk carrying the kingdom in us, the DNA of the kingdom in us. And you can do that with communion and by being intimate with the Lord. But the enemy, through this fall of uh, Genesis 6, the fall of uh, the angelic race that fell and became uh, demons, right, they actually try to corrupt the bloodline, and what happened is that they, they, there was these these beings that were created through these women and angels, half breeds of angels and women, or angels and, and humans, became nephilims. All right. So this is in the book of Enoch. These these nephilims were corrupt. They were evil. They actually uh, they were they there was two there was two vital sins that actually um when i say vital sins two dominant sins that actually uh was imparted into the world was was 
the murder of Cain, right? Yep. Um, and also lust, the lust yep. of the flesh. So these these spirits, these or I should say these uh, beings, nephilims, actually were were killing people, drinking their blood. It sounds pretty horrific. They were drinking the blood, right? Killing people, and they're also you know they were having they was they were having sex with humans, mm-hmm. and it was it was such a it was such a corruption that hit mankind. And uh, I know it sounds pretty heavy, but this is why God sent the flood. Well, you know, and it also says in in the book of Enoch that these angels, you know, people are like, oh, you know, one third of the angels fell. Okay. But the angels that were sent were considered to be the watchers. They were the watching angels. These were angels who knew better. These were angels who had the entrust of God to go down and to watch over his creation, his sons, his daughters. That's what he wanted. And what he said, he said to them, do not touch the daughters of Eve. Yeah. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't touch them. That's what it was. It was said. So when they fell, when they got filled with the lust, and then after the lust, I think it was after the lust that they started to drink blood. They became almost like frenzied, you know. Yeah, and it was, um, it was adrenaline. Of, well, you uh, know what's really blood. if you if you kind of start to look at like the I, I'm just gonna bring this up, but just like vampire movies, you know, it's a mixture of lust and blood. Because you know what Hollywood. Or the enemy is always going to put it out there that it's there. And some people are like, oh, yeah, that's so crazy. No, you know, this this is a, a, a true thing that there is always something that, you know, just like on earth as it is in heaven, you know, that the enemy, he counterfeits everything. And so, of course, because he couldn't create children, he tried to steal and yes. to, to steal yes. the seed. That's what he tried to do. And what so, happened was that God said said to the angels, those angels could never be redeemed, those one that fell, yep. because they weren't in temptations. They were in the highest level that's right. of, of the glory of God, that's in the right. glory of God. They were in the lofties of, of, of the kingdom, and they knew better, like you said. Yep. And the fact that they fell, and they were very repentant. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were pleading with Enoch. They said to, he, they said to Enoch, to I think it was Gen- I think yeah. it was chapter sorry, chapter 14 of the book of Enoch, they were pleading with Enoch for, for him to intercede for them mm-hmm. to God. And the yep. Lord said, no, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, he said, he said, angels intercede interact for humans. That's right. Right? He said that, uh, he said that Enoch, he goes, you don't pray for them, all right? Yeah. He goes, that they, they intercede for you. So they they, they, have been, they were sent to, to uh, chambers in the, in the earth and they were sent to hell. But the Nephilim, because they were birthed, and conceived in the earth, they were allowed to run free, but then they were disembodied with the with the uh, from the uh, flood. A lot of them were a lot of them were disembodied with the flood, and they were it became evil spirits. Okay, right. so so that's why a lot of these evil spirits are uh, were born on the earth, uh, yep. and, and, and they were embodied on the earth. So let me just say this: I don't want to confuse anybody here. The reason why we're bringing this up today. You talked about vampires and stuff like that, and I don't want to give Satan the glory, okay? No. But when when these I was get, I was fell, just really bringing it up because no, of no, 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 I, I, it's yeah. good. I agree with you. But when these angels fell, they fell on the mountain mountain called Mount Hermon, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is known also another name called the Mountain of Baal. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
okay when these angels fell mm-hmm. okay so it's interesting it the 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 baal it was a god uh, a, a false god that was worshipped uh through generations and it was a fertility god mm-hmm. right uh, that actually you know go figure they actually took the sons of uh, the daughters of of men and and they had the nephilims these angels or fallen angels so what happens is that this is a place called baal where mount hermon is and for generations they started worshiping these beings right and and as a god of baal okay for generations and the interesting thing is that this these these evil spirits are trying to been trying to corrupt the seed lines for generations right Mm-hmm. been trying to even though it tried to before the flood uh the uh stronghold of all that the, was wiped out through the flood but still there's there's a residue there of the enemy still trying to trying to cause havoc uh for uh for mankind so that we're they're completely misled and corrupted into sin so they will not uh come into the redemption power of god so the interesting thing is in in when in the book of Samuel, when uh, when David sinned, okay, uh, David sinned uh, with um, uh, Bathsheba. Bathsheba, excuse me, thank you. Mm-hmm. He sinned with Bathsheba, and what what happened was it's interesting that David was a mighty man of God. We know he was a man after God's heart. He was a man's man. He equipped. Uh, these men, 600 of these men to be great warriors. You know, he was an anointed worshipper. Uh, and the interesting thing is that um, he he was, he was came to the peak of his ministry, but one, what happened, he fell into this into this trap, okay? He, his men were out fighting, and he came to the point of the peak of his ministry. He was resting on his laurels. And I can imagine what happened when he went out on the roof and he's top and he saw this beautiful woman having a bath and uh, there was a vacuum of the heart it was like a tractor being he was deceived into this sin but there was an interesting thing is that there was two prominent sins right back from the mount herman where these angels fell there's two prominent sins uh, that david um, committed was lust and murder mm-hmm. right? the same thing what happened with the nephilims and these yep. two demonic powers came into the seed line into the bloodline tried to uh destroy israel or you know cause havoc and when nathan spoke to david he and he prophesied to david he, he, and he when he called out his sin he said that uh, what you did in secret is going to be uh displayed in your family so this mm-hmm. this 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 chaos happened even in his family even in his children right mm-hmm. lust which was yep. incest right mm-hmm. incest and murder yep and even solomon i mean he had a spirit of lust yep yep well and if you really look at it isn't that one of the tools that the enemy uses i mean let's just be honest about it like it is he looks for weakness in people and so it's it could be lust of of it could be lust of of a person but it could also be lust of a position it could also be lust of, of a of, of a uh, platform it, yeah. you know well lust of the eyes that's something that's that's something that jesus was tempted with yeah he was tempted this. With... Go ahead. when you're saying this right that 
that when Solomon, you know, or when when Israel was fell into this place of of lust, murder, mm-hmm. idolatry, okay, and Israel came to a point where they they went back to that place before Genesis, right? And there was such corruption where they worshipped Baal. And that's right. when Jezebel started to reveal herself, right? Mm-hmm. And the nation of Israel worshipped Baal. That went back to that point uh, back in the Genesis 6 where it was like a cycle. right? The but they always, they always went back to that. They always yeah. went back to that. It's even yeah. like when they when they came out of Egypt, because what the Lord showed me is as they crossed over through the Red Sea and they crossed over and Moses went up to go and get the law, they went back to Egypt, even though they didn't go back through the Red Sea in their hearts. They, back in their hearts, they yeah. went back yeah. to Egypt. They they started to build, they built a calf which is part of that whole Baal thing. They started to build yeah. a, a false God. They were drinking. They were doing abominations before the Lord. They were having all kinds of crazy sexual things going on. So, yeah. so when the Lord heard it and he said to, he said to Moses, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> and he's like, they're just doing, you know, and, uh, and he's like, no, 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 don't do that. And so he interceded. Just, yeah. He said, thought. no, 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 let's, Hold let's not seat. do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know uh, the, the, with, with what happened with David uh, mm-hmm. the whole and then David was a mighty man of God but his sin people don't realize that it opened the door for the whole nation to commit adultery the whole nation committed wow. adultery bow okay mm-hmm. so it, they actually it was metaphorically uh, it was idolatry which is adultery really metaphorically and what happened was that uh, the this reason why I'm bringing this up right mm-hmm. is when when it comes to a point where it looks like there's a mess right things mm-hmm. have gone bad there's you know there's worshiping of idols there's right. sexual sin there's perversion uh you feel like your kids are being corrupted and what does god do you know and what does he do in this situation he sends a specialist and that's mm. elijah elijah okay so in that time when when it, when israel was a mess God sent me Elijah. He was a specialist. And Elijah is a restorer. He takes out Jezebel. And, I mean, he had his issues. So mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in that checkpoint of time, God sent me Elijah. And there's cycles that take place in history. And it's the same situation with the Romans in the, in the era uh, of John the Baptist where Christ was about to come uh, and uh, reveal himself, the, the first coming of Christ. And uh, there was chaos. There was there was idolatry. Uh, mm. There was corruption. Uh, you know, the Romans were breathing down Israel's neck. Uh, there were there was on the edge of of total captivity. But what does God do? And there was a situation where people were crying out for the Messiah. The Romans are oppressing them. Uh, there's a lot of immorality. There's there's idolatry. You know, there's self righteousness. There's this religious institution that are uh, oppressing those who are in sin. You know, that and people will be crying out, "Lord, what's going on? You know, what's happening? You know." So mm-hmm. what God, God actually sent the Elijah again. And that was through uh, uh, John the Baptist. There was the yes. spirit of Elijah that came, and he was a restorer. He actually, you know, John the Baptist prepared the way. There was something like they reckon he baptized a million people. They reckon and uh, mm. of repentance, and their hearts were in a place of repentance, preparing the way for 
uh, Christ to reveal himself and there was a major um, move of God and uh, a major uh, incredible uh, uh, time, uh, epoch of time where, where Christ was revealed himself, did miracles, signs and wonders and redeemed uh, mankind. So, Okay, so let me ask you a question. So we, I'm going to go back to the Nephilim a little bit. Okay, yeah. because we, we're going to talk because you were talking about David. And one of the things that David did is he was able to go and to kill Goliath, who was a huge giant, which in a lot of places they believe was part of that Nephilim lineage. Yeah, there's a dormant, dormant DNA there. I wouldn't mm -hmm. say that he was a Nephilim, but there's a bit of a dormant DNA mm -hmm. through the bloodline because they reckon that after the flood, um, uh, I think that um, Lot's, sorry, Lot, sorry, uh, Noah's wife married mm -hmm. uh, the son of uh, Nimrod, who was part of, had a bit of Nephilim DNA in him. Okay, okay. So, and that's where there's still, there's some DNA of that uh, that take place. But let me say this, when the full, full bloodline of the Nephilim, do you know how tall they were, how big they were? 70 Probably. feet, 70 feet. Whoa. So those are like angels because the Watcher angels were huge. I mean, yes. they were not little teeny tiny, you know, I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying but, to work it out, but I don't know how it all happened. But, I mean, we're talking that these, these Nephilims were 70 feet, 75 feet tall. And there's another book just uh, of Enoch mm -hmm. where, it's, where it's called um, – Another book is called the, the War of the Giants. Mm -hmm. Right, so there was a a, a holocaust that took place. Wow. Right, where okay. they just like they were like locusts. They consume everything. They were eating people, humans, yes. even having sex with animals. And they reckon maybe I'm not making a doctrine out of it, but that's where they reckon how the dinosaurs uh, took place. So okay, so let let's just let's just pause there for one second because if you if you start to look at what did Adam. Not Adam. I'm sorry. What did Moses do? Moses gave the the Israelites who were taken out of Egypt, they and and they had to get the Egypt taken out of them by giving them laws and saying, "Okay, no more drinking blood," because <laughs> it says it in the thing, right? Is it? I think it's in Deuteronomy, right? And it says, "No more drinking blood." No, so that that's a no no. Then it says, "Okay." Um, no more having sex with animals. That's that's now a no-no. You can't do these things. So what so what basically Moses was doing is he was pulling out any type of Egypt that was left in the Israelites. But the problem is that the Israelites liked the Egypt and they didn't want to conform to, to God's law and they didn't want to be separated. And so therefore they wandered in the desert for the 40 years until that stubborn generation was gone. That means that he, what he basically did is he waited for the Egypt to die. That's what well, I got. Yeah. Well, that's took 40 years for Egypt. Yep. The Prince of Egypt were removed out of Moses first mm -hmm. and then he went back. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's the same thing. So Moses was 40 years before the burning bush mm -hmm. when, he, when he was on the run, he was a fugitive, right? Mm -hmm. But it took, you know, it took 40 years for him to, to deal with a lot of Egypt, right? Right, right. But what happened was, see, this is what I believe that God wanted to become friends with the with with the Hebrews, right? Mm -hmm. To be intimate, 
That's why he, he wanted to talk to the people and they couldn't handle it. They just went, no, no, stop. They said, mm -hmm. you, you talk to us. Let him let God talk to you mm -hmm. and you relate to us. See, the thing is, when you become intimate with the Lord, it's kind of like a, a glorified, in a good way, like a microwave. It deals with the inside out. Your heart gets changed the more mm -hmm. you become intimate with him. He deals with these things. And he, through the intimacy, through the relationship as a father and son, Mm -hmm. He he disciplines you, and he brings he, the law is on your heart in a sanctified way where he deals with you. But he's but 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 the Israel the Israelis the the Hebrews said to Moses, we don't want to be we don't want to be close or in in, in other words, we don't want to talk to God. You talk you 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 get the information and relay it to us. So the only way with outside outside the intimacy with God. Mm -hmm. The only way we can deal with our sin is through the law. Mm. That's why God relayed the law to Moses, right? Mm -hmm. Because because they didn't want to be intimate. They didn't want to be a friend of God. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Because they had this mindset of a slave, right? Yep. And they didn't. They couldn't comprehend it. So that's where Abraham. He was seen, he was credited as righteous because he was a friend of God and he was intimate with God. It's not mm -hmm. about living the law, it's having a relationship and intimacy with God, like a father and a son. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. 100%. So when it comes to this this whole thing with Nephilim without spooking anybody, the reason why we're talking about this today, there was an incident that happened in Genesis 6. There was an incident that happened with David, and there was also what, what happened with um uh, John the Baptist, right before the mm -hmm. coming of Christ, mm -hmm. uh, wasn't far long. But um, but what happened was that now we we go into today's age where there's this hidden government and there's these this corruptions going on that Trump tried to expose, right? Mm -hmm. It's and they're actually what they're doing is they're uh, they're worshiping the same false god, which is Baal. Okay? Mm -hmm. They're sacrificing mm -hmm. babies. You see, with mm -hmm. the time of with the time of Jezebel, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, that time with Ahab, when they were worshiping Baal, they were sacrificing babies. Yeah, right? and they were they were drinking the adrenalized blood. Yeah, so nothing new under the sun. It happens through Freemasonry, oh. and it happens through the Illuminati, with, with, where there's this corruption that's taking place that's hidden for centuries, and they're worshiping the same god. And this is this this is still going on. They're worshiping Baal, and there's a lot of uh, uh, like this this sex trafficking. There's this child abuse, and there's this uh, human sacrifice that takes place. I yep. know it's pretty horrific, but this is what's going on. And the reason why there's this whole chaos has hit the earth in the last suddenly everything's hit the earth in the last uh, several years. You know why? Because Trump he wasn't playing ball. No, he wasn't. Guy, right, and he no. wasn't. He wasn't a politician, really. Nope. Right, he just wanted to run it the way. In a, you know, he wasn't a righteous man. No, nope. he wasn't a, a nice Christian. But he, you know, we, mm -hmm. God, you know, Jesus called the disciples the sons of thunder. Right. Yeah. And he, he loves those kind of guys. And I could see Trump being being like a, a son Peter. of thunder. Come on, that's a good word, like a Peter. So I love that. that. Yeah, he used the he'd used Trump mightily, uh -huh. and, and Trump's sort of one of these guys like, "Hey, I'm going to expose all this. Right, this is not right. I'm going to bring people are going to go to jail." And you know what happened? That's why the underworld went. 
<laughs> we're not going to tolerate this. Yeah. This is why what we're seeing now is taking place. Yeah. And it might seem that the enemy's won, but yep. however, God's mm -hmm. allowing this as a purging. Mm -hmm. He's purging a lot of stuff. Even some of the church is going to be purged. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because he's raising yep. up a remnant, remnant of a of of a of a, uh, a company of righteous people who are going yep. to move supernaturally and it's going to bring a revolution of righteousness. Amen. I agree with that. Okay. So I wanted, I, I also wanted to talk because as I started to think about um, one of the things that Israel had to do when they left Egypt is they had to go and they had to conquer different types. As I said, it's like, if you have to conquer a type, there's something wrong. So there is the Hittites, there's the, the, um, the uh, Amorites. So all the, I call them the tights. It's yeah, like, you're going to have to. And the Vegemites. And the <laughs> yeah, the Vegemites. Yes, that those Australians, you know. But the Hittites, the Vegemites, right, the Hittite, and, you know, yeah, all, all of the tights. It's like you know, all right, you got to go out, you got to go after the tights because all of the tights were false, were worshiping false gods. They were worshiping either either Moloch or they were worshiping Baal, which both were doing children sacrifices and and even like were. in the walls of Jericho. You know, right. that some people don't realize, but they actually put the bones of the babies. That's what they kept was they thought that's what was protecting the walls. Wow. wow. And that. so there wow. well, what happened is when there was excavation and when they, they found some of the walls of Jericho and they saw that there were there were parts of children, they found bones of babies in there. Yeah. And so that's interesting. Yeah. And so one of the things that that the Lord kind of started to talk to me about, you know, of course, when all the stuff starts swirling around, you know, and you start you start, you know, hearing these different things and you start seeing these different things. And then you read a book like the book of Enoch and it and you start to see about portals and you start to see about these different types of, of ways of um, that that what things that God set up in the beginning in the foundation. And then you could see how the enemy came in and tried to pervert and distort and to use the gifts and to use the things that were supposed to be given to man and, and try to use it for his self because he's a counterfeit. He can't create anything. Anything that's been created has been actually created in heaven. And then Satan just comes in and just goes, I'm just going to, I'm just going to yeah. twist that a little bit. Right. Yeah, you know, some people have challenged me so like none believes how could God be a God of God, God of love when he goes in there and kills everybody mm -hmm. and, and they wipes out a whole nation. Well, you know, uh, they did things differently back then, mm -hmm. right? But however, mm -hmm. the they don't realize that these these nations were baby killers. Yes, right? they were. They were sacrificing babies. They were having yep. sex with the animals. There was yep. just so messed up. Yep. So it had to be, the corruption had to be wiped out. So, you know, I'm sure uh, armies today would go in and, you know, a righteous or people who had the right frame of mind, whether they're Christians or not, will go in and save children that have been tortured or been, <sighs> been killed. I'm sure uh, armies would be. I mean, Absolutely. I'm into, I'm into protecting women and children. Right. I'm. I'm I'm I believe in turning the other cheek, but if I see children getting harmed, I, I turn into a human ceiling fan. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, I, I'm the karate man. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, so, but so let me say this: is getting back to the um, yes. the fit to sort of land this whole thing. Sure. For, for what I'm trying to say is, it's very interesting when we talk about blood, the corruption of people 
torturing people, drinking blood, having false communion with sex with people. You know, you know, it's this this perversion, right? Mm -hmm. But the, there's a sanctified. The reason why that's been corrupted and perverted, but there is. That's why when Jesus, there is a sanctified union with God, mm -hmm. where Jesus said in John six, and they thought he was talking about capitalism, and you know, they thought he was a nutter. And people left. Uh, a lot of people left Jesus' ministry when he said, "Look, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, mm -hmm. you will not have life." Okay. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. were what was he talking about? So he, mm -hmm. they're thinking, is he, is he part of this Baal mob? <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, because they just came out of it, so they knew yeah. that that they couldn't do it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But what he's talking about is his body, obviously, because we just passed Easter, mm -hmm. that he was cursed, he was you know tortured, and uh, you know the pain and the suffering. But it wasn't the pain, the suffering. What the worst thing was just everybody's condemnation mm. on one being was pretty horrific you know and he went to hell for that well Man. can can i tell you what the lord showed me about the uh crucifixion he said that when the blood dripped on the soil it was the soil that adam was birthed from it redeemed man it was not just and then he also said to me he said that with a false god they have to continually drink the blood but with with Jesus, it's a one time deal. His yeah. blood covers it forever. Yeah. You don't have and to do it over and over and over. There are no, no more blood sacrifices after Jesus. They even stopped sacrificing animals once the temple was taken down. That's right. And Jesus, this does my head in, but it's in Revelation it says the Lamb was slain before the foundations of the That's earth. That's right. Come on. So That's the blood right. of Jesus is, is eternal. It's That's so right. Real. It's to bring such supernatural life more than the river of god uh, i mean even though the river of god's awesome but this is what i do i do this twice a day now and uh, this is this here has got uh, can you bring it over there you go my name on it uh-huh oh look at that yeah look at that okay of, when I, I was born into a catholic family i don't agree with a lot of the catholic Mm -hmm. traditions mm -hmm. uh, but uh, i love the charismatic catholics my father mm -hmm. got born again in the 70s of the charismatic mm -hmm. movement but i this is this has been given to me a, a day after my christening you know, so no, sorry sorry uh, a month after my christening okay so i okay. have this i take communion every day with this oh uh, that's so sweet but what happened is that um um i i really believe that we need to come to this place in a sanctified manner of worship mm be intimate with him and jesus said that uh, this is you know with the passover a time of just partaking uh, um, by faith drinking and eating and then you becoming you're actually communing with the lord and you're actually becoming the domain of the kingdom of heaven mm -hmm. and we talk about dna changing right now the whole thing with the vaccines and uh you know the enemy's trying to corrupt the dna who's trying to do that right in genesis well, he tried to do it in the beginning. He tried to do it in the beginning. Yeah. Well, this mm -hmm. is how we change our DNA. Mm -hmm. Once or twice a day, I come before the Lord mm -hmm. and I say, Lord, uh, I, as I eat this, you know, it's a Lord God, King of the universe, you bring forth the bread that comes from the earth, but this is the bread that comes from above. And I partake and I just say, thank you, Lord, that my broken down, cursed body is being removed in exchange with your physical, supernatural, divine mm. order. So good. And then I drink this and I say, Lord, I thank you that my DNA has been removed. Come on. 
and exchange with your supernatural divine eternal life mm. DNA of the kingdom of heaven and then what happens i do this regularly and something shifts in my body something i just Mom. even adrian said to me lately he said you're looking younger adrian, <laughs> adrian, never, adrian never gives compliments <laughs> so yeah. the thing is i want to encourage you with that um, mm -hmm. and you know because this whole thing with what happened with enoch was so serious all right mm -hmm. and that's why he was in that epoch of time to judge angels and we're coming back to a place now as mature believers god's calling us to rise up and be intimate like enoch that's the ultimate intimacy wow was a, he was a friend of god like abraham yeah. yeah and as we come into that council and maturity of god we not only judge angels but we influence nations we influence yes. governments and that's when we come into a righteous revolution. Yes. And, you know, when we, when we, you know, and I really do, I, I really believe that people should read the, the book of Enoch because I think that, you know, there's a lot of supernatural stuff in it, which we were created to be supernatural. A lot of, you know, a lot of Christians, well, we don't really believe in that, but, but we were created in the image of God that, and God has given us authority and he's given us dominion. And we're supposed to rule and reign. And so there are, are certain keys and there are certain things that we should be able to do, you know, lay hands on the sick and that they shall recover, cast out demons, you know, um, raise the dead. Those are some of them. But if you go back and you look at some of the things that Jesus did, well, let's see, there was a multiplication of fishes and loaves. There was a pulling out, you know, money out of a fish. I'm just saying, when was the last time you went fishing and pulled out a thousand dollars? Um, you yeah. know what I mean? But I pulled out a number plate, but not a thousand dollars, no. Right? I mean, I'm just saying, you know, this is the thing that that he says that I will provide it, that he's gonna provide everything, but there's also some supernatural things. Jesus walked through walls, he appeared, he was able to translocate, he was able to conceal his identity. And I know that that he is, is Jesus. But we have to understand because of the crucifixion, because uh, of the resurrection, more importantly, that we have the same Holy Spirit that lives inside of us, that lived inside of him, that raised him from the dead. So therefore, shouldn't we be able to do some of these things, Adam? I'm just, I'm just kind of putting that out there. Well, we... Like when I take the communion, I, I, I say, Lord, I thank you that I carry the full domain of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So the reality is, is, is Jesus is the doorway. He's the, he's the stairway to heaven. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. He, I love that very in, much. Yeah. He's inside of us. He's yeah. the Bethel because Jacob saw that in Genesis yeah. 28. He yep. saw that at Bethel, but what happens, it's no longer locational anymore. Mm. We carry that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when we speak, we open our mouths and we, 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 we talk, there's the anointing there mm -hmm. and we have influence and we start to change atmospheres. Mm. At the same time, when we come into the fullness of that, see Christ was so, he was so um, in the revelation and through the resurrection power of who he, he took up his kingship, right? Mm -hmm. That's where everything in this natural Adamic realm is really like it's passing away. It's like vapor. That's why he walked through walls because mm -hmm. okay? mm -hmm. he was above it all. Okay? Mm. So the thing is how I access that myself, as it says in First King 2, 5, that we are like living stones. We are like priests and we can, we can actually 
put on a sacrifice of worship. Mm. We don't sacrifice like you're talking about killing uh, or what do you call it? Um, Sacrificing. Uh, shedding, yeah, shedding of blood. Mm -hmm. blood. Mm -hmm. We do it now with worship as mm -hmm. a priest at the threshing floor. And as we mm -hmm. do that, we actually tap into our royalty. Mm. Right? That's so good. Which is actually the king. We are kings. So from the threshing floor, we, we minister to the Lord as a priest. Todd Weatherly talks about this, right? And we access the eternal realm. It opens up till we take we take up our citizenship of heaven, which are kings. That's why Jesus is the king of kings, not of this world. Mm. The kings over us, we are kings, okay? And that's where we can actually change the natural laws and bring miracles. You know, exactly what Jesus, he said, you'll do greater things than I. So That's this right. is what really this is something that we need to to tap into as a church rather than uh, living into an institution and just getting caught up with lot uh, and pitching the tents next to Sodom. That's so good. That's so good. And you know, it, it's funny. The Lord talked to me this morning about expanding. You know, your tent tags. And so I was reading in Isaiah fifty four, and it was really beautiful that how he was talking to Israel, he's like, you know, you, I'm gonna even send you more children, more sons, that, you know, there is gonna be a righteousness that's gonna come, that I will be like your husband, that the, you will not be alone, just like you were at one point, because they were, they were, you know, they were trapped in, in, in slavery, they, they, and they, they didn't realize it, they were stuck, they were under somebody else's foot, under somebody else's rule, yeah. But when, yeah. when God took them out and brought them to a new location, you know, there were so many times that they turned rebellious and and there's the scripture that says that, that oh Israel you played the har the harlot. You played the prostitute. You went off and you went off with other fake gods when I've given you so much. Because it's always about choices. And that was one of the things about the book of Enoch. Is that you understand that these angels made a choice that there are choices that are going to be made. And there has been a very, very hard line that has been drawn yeah. in the sand right now. Yeah. Like no That's joke, right. and, like no joke. And the angels weren't even tempted, those angels. They just made the decision. See, oh, I mean, you can't even like blame it on the devil. You know what I mean? It's like, well, the devil made me do it. No, that, that these angels, they were with God. Like how, like that's like, that to me just kind of blows my mind because we've only tasted, we've tasted just a sip of what it's like to be in his presence, a sip. That's it. Yeah. And yeah. some people have been able to drink gallons of being in his presence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's the thing with us. This is the thing the Lord showed me that we will reign and so a lot of us will if we, qualify and pass the test and see salvation is free eternal life is free <laughs> but when we pass the tests and we actually overcome here mm. because not a lot of a lot of the citizens of heaven that have never been to this dimension this world won't, won't know what it's like mm. so we actually will be the ones the lord this is what lord show me heaven will display the ones that go these guys went through you don't realize what they went through mm. and they've overcome because Christ gave them the heads up, gave them the authority, gave them the power. At the wow. same time, they were tested, they were tempted. Mm -hmm. Heaven's never experienced that. 
Mm. However, heaven does have choices, right? Mm -hmm. Otherwise, the angel wouldn't have fell and there would have been pride and stuff like that that could have you know, set in, right? But, but, it's, but it's completely different to this dimension. This dimension is full of like it's like in a swamp of darkness, right? Yeah. And to overcome here, that's why Christ's grace, the grace of God is amazing through Christ, right? We're, mm. we're saved. We get it. We enter in, right? But the rewards come with a price, okay? Mm. That's the beauty about when we face heaven. I want well done, good and faithful. Mm. Okay. I don't want that though, Adam. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want God to, to say that to me. Well done, good and faithful servant. I don't. I, I, well, I'd rather that than the wood hay and the stubble burner. No, up. no, no. That's not what I want. I want him to be like, Lisa, come here. <laughs> that's That's what I want. Come yeah, here. I'll probably, you know, I'll probably be more like that. You know? <laughs> What's that? Some guy once said in some video saying, you have a problem with dancing in church, carrying on waving flags? Mm -hmm. Why don't you stand before him, huh? Huh? Mm -hmm. What do you do? Just sit there looking at your nails? <laughs> I know. No, 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 no. But but it's like there's there's like a relationship. You know, when you have a relationship with God, you you don't want like the stand, you know, the status quo of everybody else. Right. Because you have a relationship, so you expect more. Yeah, That's it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I know what you're saying. That this morning, let me just sorry to cut you off. Really, oh but, no, you're good. Keep going. But, but this morning, uh, let me say this. I had this encounter this morning when I was in communion. I was doing worship. I do this every morning. Uh -huh. And when I had this vision of Jesus just come out to me, the love, but it felt like not in a this is not in a perverted way or wrong way, but it just felt like he's your love, he's your wife, your lover, like uh, your 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 brother, yep. your mother. Yeah, just it was just, yep. and I was just I was in in awe, and I was adoring him. Yeah, you know? okay. And it was just that he became a curse. What he went through, just you know, he gave a rats. You know. Mm, okay, so what you're saying is what i'm going through right now because i know the father i like the i have i have such a good relationship with daddy and papa and like i can go to him i can go to the throne room i can do all these things and the lord said to me he said lisa he said you understand my love but now you will have to understand the love of a bride and so he wants me to understand jesus as a husband as my bridegroom and he yeah. says and unless you wake up from that slumber of like you know you see jesus say he's my bud he's my friend you know we're we're good you know but to see him like you were just saying that's why i was like jumping and getting excited because to feel that to feel that like oh you know what i mean just that 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 passion and the lord started to really talk to me about that and he said lisa he said desire is not sex he says it's been perverted he yeah. says, desire is not about sex. Yeah. He And because there are so many men who have a hard time to understand the desire of, of being with Jesus because it, it, it gets all kind of complicated. But the Lord said that desire, that overwhelming feeling, that, that you feel like you're going to explode. Yeah. That yeah, that's is. How I've, that's that's how it. Mm -hmm. It's just pure love. Pure know? love. And, and right. that's, that's the whole thing. It's like when you're when you're experiencing it and you just feel like you're going to explode and you're like, I, I don't even know what to say about that. 
you know, because you're, you're getting all this emotion and, and he's saying, I'm awakening the bride. Yeah. And the bride is both men and women. It's not yeah. sex. It's yeah. about a passion. It's a passionate love story. Song of songs. It's yeah. a passionate love story. And he's stirring the pot and he's stirring up that desire. And so we're going to be, I, I always say that I'm a smitten kitten, but you know, that's what he wants us to be. He yeah. wants us to be so in love with him that yeah. it doesn't matter what other God passes by us because we only have eyes for him. Amen. That's what I, that's the deal. That's what I agree with. And right. I had that experience this morning where I just felt you know that you know um, uh, it's so pure when you just you just feel like you just don't deserve it, you know, at all. No. So, yeah. You know, you just you just think, well, this is unconditional, you know. Uh, so when you get a sense of like, hey, the Lord loves me because I did this and this and this, that's actually mm -hmm. a false uh, that's love. Right. That's actually that's a religious spirit. Mm. So I, you know, I'm undone. You know, the Lord, Lord's dealing with me every day, and mm. uh, I even, you know, if John the Baptist said I'm not, and he was, Jesus said he was the greatest. Yes. But if John the Baptist said I'm not worthy to untie your shoes, mm. <laughs> so we're, you know, we're all in the same boat. So just, just, just accept the fact that He loves us unconditionally, and all we got to do is accept it and humble ourselves. Well, I, and I think that like right now where, where people are, because we're trying to find them more, you know, a deep cries out to be to deep. And so we're, we're on this, like, I want to know, I want to know you. I want to know about you. I want to know why you created the heavens and the earth. I want to know, like, what was your heart's desire? What, what did you want to see? What were the things that you planned and you purposed before the fall? What were the things, you know, why were the angels? Who were the angels? Why are they so, why are those particular angels still so, so close to you? How can you trust them? You know, I mean, we live in such a crazy, you know, topsy-turvy world right now where you just don't know. You just don't yeah. know. But the one thing that you do know that regardless of what happens is that yeah. if God is for you, it doesn't matter who is against you. Exactly, exactly. And someone said to me once, an unbelievable, well, if God knew all this, why do you allow it to happen? Mm. Well, you let me say this. It's that, uh, you know, you know, I, I, my, my iPhone, Siri, I can mm -hmm. program it to tell me she loves me and it doesn't really mean anything, you know. Mm -hmm. But when my daughter Savannah comes up spontaneously yeah. and hugs me and tells me she loves me, yeah, that's sort of like, you know, that really means so much for me. So, the only way love, if God is God of love, the only way he can be a God of love officially to the, to the audience of heaven is by demonstrating the love. Mm. And the ultimate love is becoming a curse and taking the ultimate price of becoming under death or mm. becoming death and being raised up out of that, demonstrating love. See, words are cheap. So for, before heaven, God has demonstrated it. And... Also, the only way we know righteousness shines is in the darkness. Yeah. Okay, so God allows all this. He doesn't have a, a Siri phone telling, he's not a Siri phone telling us he loves us. He mm -hmm. loves us unconditionally mm -hmm. and he demonstrates mm -hmm. that love. So by mm -hmm. allowing this to happen, he allows the darkness. He's not the author of it, but he, know, he has this ingenious plan by allowing it to reveal love and light. 
Mm. Love's first kiss was with Adam. Yeah. Right? And love's greatest yeah. outpouring of love was at the cross. Yeah. And then Eve came along. <laughs> well, we won't talk about that. <laughs> we just won't talk about that. But I do believe. Well, I she do. would have been beautiful, though. Uh, you know. Of course. What? Come on now. Yeah. And he really was in love with her. That's yeah. part. But I'm just going to say this. Don't you think that, um, you know, that part of the, the, the interesting thing that God is going to do right now is he's really redeeming the women, that there is something that he is going to start to just really use women in this, in this time, yeah, because, awesome. because they're, it, it, it's like preparing the bride is really a, yeah. something that a woman understands, yeah. but the woman, the women, I should say, are going to help the men yeah. to get ready for the bridal. Yeah, I, right? it, it, exactly. And I, that's why, I mean, I, I love it when women are in authority. I think it's important and they mm -hmm. need to be. But, you know, it's something how God has designed it, how, and that's why this perversion of, has come into the world by messing all that up. But it's just the attraction of men towards, you know, a, I say this in a pure way, women are beautiful creatures, mm -hmm. incredibly beautiful creatures. Men are drawn to that. Mm -hmm. But there's that whole thing is poetic and it's actually designed for God to showing how much Christ just is in love with the bride, you know, mm. his people. And it's I love that. Same, it's the same thing. So, you know, um, it, it is a it's, a, it's a beautiful mystery. But, you know, I mean, like Hosea, even though she was completely off the rails, yep. you know, Hosea <laughs> was angry, he was frustrated. Yep. I mean, what a word from the Lord, go marry a prostitute. I mean, that's mm -hmm. pretty harsh. But that's outside the traditional words from God, you know. Yep. Um, but um, but he was angry in that, but at the end, he loved her. You know? He did. And but he if you and if you think about the the one other woman besides Mary Magdalene, but look at the woman at the well that yes. Jesus encountered her yes. at a time where she knew that nobody was going to be there. Yeah. And he waited for her. Yeah. And and he told her to give him something, which normally Jews would not do. No. Because no. she was a Samaritan. But what, yeah. what's really interesting about that whole woman at the well thing is because he knows our stuff. He knows our stuff. He even knows the stuff that's coming. And yet he still chooses to use us. He still chooses to love us. He still chooses to guide us and to shape us and form us. But it really has to, when, when the Lord was talking to me this morning about, you know, your tent peg, you know, you're going to stretch out your tent peg, but you have to let go of the ropes. Yeah. If you don't let go of the ropes, if you don't give him control, if you don't allow him to move you and strengthen you and stretch you, you're going to be in a place where you're going to become almost unusable. That's the sad part. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. So, Adam, I just wanted to read some of the books that you've written because you have God's prophetic symbolism in everyday life, which is part of the divinity code. Yep. You also have um, a practical guide to decoding your dreams and visions, which yeah. is also part of that div divinity code. You <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, a, that's a curriculum for the divinity mm -hmm. code, yeah. You also have the Divinity Code to Understanding Angels, an A to Z guide. Yeah. Right? Yes. Right? There's there's more. Hold on. I'm just getting to all of them because, uh, wait, I had them all. Where'd they go? 
<laughs> okay, you can you can go ahead and you can <laughs> tell us the other ones because oh, you also have the Elijah Elijah Rising. Is that the right? Elijah invitation. Uh, uh, invitation. Yep. Mm -hmm. There's uh, from heaven to earth. Uh, I, I mean, I was. Ah, uh, here they that. are. Yeah. Um, okay. There's also the supernatural. The man. supernatural man. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there's a lot of books available. Um, Absolutely. And if you guys are interested in learning more about Adam, you can also go to the voice of fire ministries.org. And also, if you would like to um, drop a little thank you, put a little, sow a little seed, because, you know, this is um, a time that both Adam and Adrian have not been able to to go yeah. about and to minister. A lot of ministers are kind of home, especially because they don't have their own churches. They are kind of like, um, um, ministers who travel from place to place. So if you'd like yeah. to go ahead and you'd like to, to bless him and, and honor him yeah. for his time, you can go to voice of fire ministries.org. I left that up. And also if you'd like to go and check out the divinity code.org, you can go there and yeah. you can check out the, the different books. And also I think you guys do a, uh, a class. Is that right? You and Adrian do a class. We have an, we have an online school, uh, mm -hmm. but what it is, it's not a school is it, it's a, uh, partners sign up with our ministry instead of them getting a newsletter every month and things like that we actually have a complimentary school which is worth about twelve hundred dollars a year okay but we it's six hundred dollars a year it's fifty dollars a month and uh, we have this online we can choose your own time your own leisure to access the videos the curriculums but also there's a dictionary uh, on, on, there's a dictionary available which is bigger than the divinity code uh, there's uh, anointed soaking sounds there's uh, there's all lots of goodies. There's ebooks you can get. We send you a gift uh, of, of any book if you sign up. So we have that. But also the big, um, the thing that people love the most, every two weeks we do an online uh, Zoom with all our partners and we interpret dreams, minister, all that mm -hmm. sort of team. So, yeah. Well, I was going to say, um, and I don't know how you feel because I don't, I don't do this, but I'm just saying if you feel that, that anything that you'd like to say, if you feel like the Lord is saying anything, or if you feel like you might have a word of knowledge for anybody, if you'd like to release anything, I'm giving you the platform if you want to well, pray, whatever you'd like to do. What I, what I want to say before I pray is that this is a crucial time right now in the next few years, um, and there's no safe place except being in that secret place, mm. Psalms 91. And I mm -hmm. want to encourage you to just be intimate with him. Mm. You know, if you try and save your life and run out and, uh, you know, try to, you know, I mean, we've got to also prepare and be wise, but if we run out and panic and hoard stuff and, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, run to the hills, we can't do that because mm. things seem to be, the world seems to be in a, in a shaky place right now. But all I can say is the uh, Lord is challenging me just be in that safe place, be in that, in the shadow of the Almighty, all right? Mm. And be abiding in that. And uh, you're, you're, God wants to be your friend. And the more you become closer to him, the more you become his friend, the more you're protected and safe. Absolutely. And look, uh, I believe in there's, you know, I don't, I don't know the true doctrine of the rapture, but it's, the rapture is not in the Bible. But if you if you spend more and more time with the Lord, hey, who knows? Well, you could, did it you to Enoch. And the, like Enoch. Right. Well, just talking right. about Enoch, just saying, you know. Yeah. So mm -hmm. just, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I want to encourage you, just that's the safe place to be is in, in his presence because the world is changing dramatically. 
And the best way to, to be tap into the DNA of God and carry the domain of the kingdom is having communion, being intimate with him. Because uh, there's going to be a harvest which is going to be incredible after the next several years. There's going to be such a shift happening to planet planet Earth, right? There's going to be a shift happening. Excuse me, but um, but God is actually uh, is going to raise up uh, people that are going to be so walking in the Spirit, so anointed. It's going to evangelism is going to be like fishing with dynamite. It's going to be easy. Mm, so good. Be, people are going to be really wanting answers. So I want to encourage you uh, because even though things look scary. Things look pretty, um, uh, you know, intimidating. You know, God's saying there's nothing to be afraid about. We just need to be, just be in his presence. That's the safest place. Mm. So right now, if you're listening, just reach your hands out. We decree right now. Everybody's listening. We prophesy every ear right now that's hearing this message that you're releasing the revelation of Jesus Christ, the image of God. We prophesy an outpouring, Lord. You are the stairway. You're the door right now. And there's angels ascending and ascending. Like you said to Nathaniel, uh, Lord, Philip brought Nathaniel to you, Lord. Lord, we just thank you that everyone's listening, Lord. You're bringing such an anointing where their hearts are humble before you, Lord. They're emptying themselves before you. And there's nothing false in them like Nathaniel. And they're going to see great things. They're going to see the doorway, the stairway to heaven with angels ascending and ascending, that portal that Jacob saw. We thank you, Lord God. They're carrying the kingdom. And when they speak, teach, preach, prophesy, it's not them speaking, but the Spirit of God speaking through them. And there's a river of revelation coming out of their mouth. I decree this right now. This changing the atmospheres. It's influencing leaders. It's opening doors that no one can shut. Revelation 3, 7. And I thank you, Lord God. There's a door standing open in heaven. But first of all, Lord, you're knocking on their door of their hearts, Lord. Revelation 3, 20. You're knocking on the door of their hearts. So all I can say is in the name of Jesus, open the door. Karikama, Open the door of your heart and Jesus will come in and commune with you. And you will be transformed. You'll be healed, delivered. The pores of your skin will change. Somebody here has a skin infection right now in their body. Right now, that's going to be changed and transformed as you're constantly in his presence. No sicknesses, no disease can stand in the presence of the Almighty. And I thank you, Lord God, that even Enoch encounters are taking place. Mm. Karika Masuka, Enoch encounters where there's such wisdom and revelatory understanding where they have authority to judge even angels that have fallen, demons in the name of the sure. We decree this mm. through the power of the blood. Yes. Shoo. Whoa. <laughs> I felt that just saying. <laughs> yeah, right. Woo. That was good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I felt something standing like right here. <laughs> so there's more than the room than what you think yeah well i and i've been feeling that i mean i felt like something came like right in and i was like oh okay <laughs> yeah you know let me just finish off with this there was a sure. child quickly there's a, a miracle that took place a few years ago where a child had meningococcal disease you know that meningococcal disease is deadly mm -hmm. uh, i don't know if you heard of that in mm -mm. america uh, it's a, it's a, it's like a virus that kills kids. Anyway, he was in ICU and the baby was crying for days, screaming. I've got photos of eyes, bloodshot. Uh, it's like a, a, it was the they they believed the child was brain damaged. Sure. Right? So we went in there. Uh, the 
father, the grandfather was a high profile lawyer in the city and he took me to the children's hospital. He was beside himself. So we went to that place of just like I was praying there, just worshiping and coming to that place. And I said, there's more in the room, like you said something there. Mm -hmm. So I said, there's more in the room than what we see right now. Mm -hmm. There's the angelic, there's a company mm -hmm. in heaven. Mm -hmm. There's the portal, heaven's dilated mm -hmm. right now. And as we're praying, the baby stopped crying. Mm -hmm. And the nurse came in from the ICU unit. She came to the door and she went, that's unusual. <laughs> the baby, because the baby was crying for days, Aww. screaming. But then the baby stopped. Uh -huh. And then parents were just crying, weeping, and the baby just was at peace. I left. Next day they sent me a video of the baby smiling, laughing, crying, you know, uh -huh. happy, laughing, and the parents were crying in joy. And the baby was completely transformed and healed. Wow. Come and, on. Uh, even, even the newspaper called him Super Ted and they talked about the miracle. I love know. it. I love his name, it. His name was uh, Theodora. So. I love that. And see, that that's the thing. You know, when you, when you start to tap into these realms, you start to know, you start to sense, you know, that's part of the discerning of spirits. It, it, it's not, you know, oh, I can tell somebody lies. No, but you can tell if there's a spirit in the room uh, that's that's a lying spirit that, that you can tell but you can tell angels or you can tell demons and so as i was as we were praying all of a sudden i felt something step in i could still feel it over here that there was a stepping i know right seriously <laughs> yeah oh yeah and and so it's like stepping it's like stepping in it's just stepping yeah. in and it's like right right, right there yeah, it's, not, it's right there, just in front of the Empire State Building. It's like King Kong. It's <laughs> big. It's a really big angel. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm getting hot. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm like, whoo. <laughs> oh man, my whole oh. my whole back is like burning up. Lord have mercy. <laughs> you gotta laugh, don't you? You don't laugh, you wither and die. You're actually Psalms 2, you're sitting in the heavenlies right now with the Lord laughing. Mm -hmm. oh my, I'm telling you, my whole my whole back of my head is all like, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting angel blasted. Oh, that's exactly that's a good I'm sign. Doing. Good sign. Hallelujah. It's always a good oh. sign. I'm telling you. I <laughs> oh, okay, oh. hold on. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, I'm trying to calm down. Hold on. Whew. I've got a larger here. <laughs> I got King Kong. I'm just saying. He disappeared too. Uh, right? Seriously. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so funny. Holy. Sorry. And I'm just telling you now, like, now there's something back over here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah they're all they're all just like piling in. Because now it's now like the, a, yeah. now the Chrysler the Chrysler building is clearing. <laughs> 
<laughs> They're always so much fun, Adam. <laughs> ah. I didn't mean to go this way. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you just kind of, you had some serious stuff and God's like, I sit in heaven and I laugh. Hey, that's where you're going to be. People blowing each other up on the other side of the world. It's a horrible thing, but, you know, you've got to be in a place where you just Absolutely. peace and just laughing and joy. Yeah. I mean, you can walk through all that. Missiles going past you. (laughs) 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 Yes, seriously. I bet you people watch this are getting whacked probably. I think so because I'm like, it's like somebody said, joy bombs are going home. (laughs) Seriously, seriously. And and that's oh, hold on. And that's like the that's that's the whole thing, you know, what God's been what he's been doing, especially like I, I've been, you know, going into these places and, and these um I call them these places and spaces because God is really taking us into the narrow places, you know, and um and he's showing us like people are getting more visions, they're getting more revelation, they're getting more understanding. All right, I gotta take my glasses off because I'm like seeing lights. <laughs> I mean, there's a light in front of me, but like I'm getting, I'm getting, yeah, there's wow. all kinds of stuff going on awesome. here. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's um, a, that was a good ending for you. Wasn't that a good thing? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I, just, I decided that might not be appropriate. <laughs> Because it could be mis- it could be misunderstood, so I'm not saying anything. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, with this, yeah. with the presence of God, you're so strong. Anything, well, people laugh at anything. I know, I know, I know, I know. See, I'm even fanning myself with the Book of Enoch. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's worse things, I guess. Um, yeah. Um. So okay. So let's let's go back. <laughs> yeah, I need to laugh. That's exactly it. Okay. So also. Um, if you guys haven't already gotten, this is one of my favorite books and a lot of people use it. And that's the divinity code. That is one of my favorite books. It is my go-to book. Now I have to ask you, Adam, do you guys have like a link that you can get it? Like, do you have an app? Am I giving you an idea right now? Uh, it's through the school. The app Only, is, but you it, need to make that and pay and people pay for it. A couple bucks. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of a, not an application. It's kind of a link. No, you got to do like a, you need yeah, to do but like we're a looking at probably, Heck We're yeah. looking at doing it a proper app down the track. Yeah. You have soon because seriously, there are so <laughs> many. Soon? <laughs> no, because, well, no, because people, people have been having dreams. I'm getting, I'm, people are sending me their dreams. Just yeah. So. Well, we, we're going to do it for sure. Yes. And you can get an ebook and you can do it. It's a bit clumsy, but you can search yeah. for words with the ebook or. Okay. Uh, uh, iBook. Okay. So uh, if you guys want to get it, the, the Divinity Code, I am telling you, it's, it is like the best book. You got to get it's a, it. It's the best seller. Um, uh-huh. it, it's, uh, that's it there. Oh, man. It's the Angel Book. Yeah. I need and to the, the, the Divinity Code, I think we're up around <clears throat> 100,000 sold. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's God's prophetic symbolism in everyday mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So um, it's uh, you know the Divinity Code's got something like thirteen, pushing fourteen hundred reviews. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Yeah. And uh, and we're in the, always hit number one. Sometimes we we we've hit often always in the number one Pentecostal book in the world, mm-hmm. uh, but it's between number one and up to about number twenty. It's always around that 
so it's a bit see it's a long haul it's, it's consistent and it's always been in the top and charts it's, and it. it's so good it's just so good so if you guys yeah. don't have this book can you put up that book again i left mine upstairs i should have brought it down sorry no, that's all right i'll put it up again yeah put it back up this is a slightly different it. cover now slightly different cover because yeah. i don't have this uh cute that's, that's, that's what i have that's the one i have yeah, there's a bit different now. Yep. And we're going to put a symbol on there because we actually, through the series, we've sold about 100,000 books. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're, uh, we're going to do some things that are a bit different. But, yeah, I mean, we're, we're really blessed. People, we want to expand. The, the actual dictionary online is a far greater. It's a okay. lot more. more um, okay, so if people go to the divinitycode.org, they can, they can sign up and get that? No, you, you sign up with a school. Okay. Uh, if you can inbox me on Facebook, uh, one of our guys will send a link where you can sign up. Well, you know that I would like a link. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will send if, if if there is uh, one of my guy called Tom will send it to you. And there's okay. also Paul and uh, Pamela. They all uh, are part of our ministry team. Awesome. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been so much fun. And I love that we left it on like laughter, which is always. Oh, it's great. No, we do it again. This just. Uh, We'll just Whenever laugh. you're ready again, we'll we'll do a we'll do a drunken glory fest fest Ooh, next time. Come on, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Where's and people? Then there, there on the people, floor. <laughs> people just get whack everywhere. <laughs> Where's Lisa? She's on the floor. You'll see my hand like raising up. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That, awesome. That's exactly what. And now, okay, so so I'm I'm going to be prophesying that you're going to be coming to the states probably in 2022. That's where I'm thinking. Yes. I am prophesying. I'm, I'm, I'm I praying am prophesying. for that. Yes, I am prophesying to 2022. And I would really really like to to have both you and Adrian. Let's let's that would be so dangerous. But let, let's try and do awesome. a, let's try to do a live show with you guys in the studio. How fun would That'd that be? Great. be? That would be super fun. Oh, my God. We were supposed to be in New York in 2019. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. We were going to get we together. We got invited to speak in the UN. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Come on. I was Come supposed on. to be the Vatican this this August speaking, but, but everything sort of kind of shut down. So. <sighs> That's okay. <laughs> we got it. We got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So if you guys are interested in finding out more about Adam Thompson and Adrian Bill, you can always go to the divinitycode.org if you would like to bless Adam because he is a man who deserves to be blessed. He's so much fun and he's such a he's just so filled with so much knowledge and wisdom. But um if you guys would like to go to his um to www.voiceoffireministries.org. You guys can go. You can go and bless him. Tell him thank you. Tell him that you saw him untouched by prayer. Keep him thank you guys. in in Appreciate it, yeah, because yep. things have been real challenge for us, for a lot of us, but uh, and a lot of people have been coming in the challenge. But I really appreciate you sowing. If you do, um, it's I, I, I prophesy a hundredfold. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And I will tell you is that, you know, when you sow into good soil, you reap very well. So just hang on, Adam. I'm going to say goodbye to you here, but don't get off. I'm going to say goodbye off uh, off air. So okay. we're just, 
So Thanks, thank you Lisa. so much. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for yeah, coming on. Fun. Okay, always fun. <laughs> okay, guys. So if you guys are interested, make sure that you go. I'm going to put this up one more time. Adam F. Thompson, the divinitycode.org. You can also go to voiceoffireministries.org. Wasn't he fun? Wasn't he so much fun? Okay, next week I have Nick Padavini, but I do need to do a special. Look what somebody sent me. My page sent me something. But no, wait, there's more. Yes, I got this in the mail. My Abba Java, because I'm all about Abba and I'm all about my Java. So <laughs> I just wanted to thank her. Thank you guys. People have been so kind and you guys have been sending me gifts. I've gotten gifts from Becky and I've gotten gifts from Becca. And my goodness gracious, I am, uh, my cup overfloweth with the friends that I have. And thank you guys so much for keeping me in your prayers. Thank you guys for tuning in. For those of you who want more, that's right. There's more tomorrow morning. You can follow me on Crown Chats. It's at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. We're going to have some fun because guess what? I'm going live. You'll see me. It's not just going to be a graphic. So we're going to have some fun because I know that God has some fun things. So thank you guys for tuning in. Just remember to go out and touch someone. Good night.